Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. It is Logan. And today I'm going to be doing a little bit of a, a versus uh, video. We haven't done really a... De- well, we can't do debates, obviously, because we're, you know, social distancing and quarantine. But I wanted to do a versus podcast about Master Chief versus Profit from Crisis. Now, this is something I haven't seen people do well. I've seen a few versus videos, but whoever is speaking either for the side of Master Chief and or Profit does not include all the facts of each character and clearly does not take enough time to acknowledge everything. So between these two super soldiers, I will go through their their strengths, their abilities, um, and not really the arsenals, because the arsenals, when it comes to these two, don't really matter. Um, except for what their weaknesses are, what weapons they are weak against. But let's, let's talk about, um, abilities first. So, Master Chief, obviously, is wearing the Spartan Mjolnir armor, right? And he's given augmentations, both in serums and cybernetics, that allow him to be able to not only operate the Mjolnir armor, because obviously it's too heavy for a normal human to, to be able to carry, and it would crush a normal human, even with their augment, uh, or their, excuse me, their, the serum that was given to them, they still needed um, cybernetic augmentations to be able to work in tandem with the suit. So they had this neural connection made with the suit, so that way the suit would work um, in tandem with the body, and wouldn't uh, crush the user underneath its weight, okay? So that's what the uh, augmentation did. It basically acted as a, um, you know how there's like uh, puppets that are attached to strings? It's kind of like that, in a sense, where it's it's being used and telegraphed uh, through a neural network. And it's kind of like it has strings on it, so that way it doesn't crush the user. That way it's kind of floating above. However, um, if this neural connection is disconnected, the suit will then crush the user. And this neural connection is connected through the helmet of the Spartan, because the helmet has the neural connection uh, plate to it that connects to the plate on the uh, neck of the Spartan themselves. So that is why uh, there's a neural connection, because the suit is just too heavy for the user to use alone. So they need a neural uh, connection to be able to actually move the suit. They need to have that hardwire connection to the brain to be able to make that suit work in tandem with the body, rather than the body trying to move this fucking heavy-ass suit uh, itself. So the suit kind of does its own lifting, because the body sends, or the, uh, the brain sends the message to the suit to move with the body. And because obviously even with all their augmentations, they couldn't just move their, their it's not like, you know, for instance when you put on a jacket or a co- or or um ski pants and you can just move your body. It's not like that. They have to the the suit moves itself um because when the brain tells the body to move, it's also telling the suit to move. So the suit is moving itself. But with the command from the brain and the body of the of the human inside of it is moving as well with the suit itself, so it it's in tandem with each other. But when the neural connection is severed, the person in the suit then gets crushed by the suit because of how much it weighs, 
And because without the neural connection, the brain doesn't is not able to send signals to the suit to move with the body. And so the body will try to move and the suit will not be able to move with the person because the connection's lost and the, and the brain's instructions are not being transmitted to the suit, turning them to being uh, crushed by the suit. Or falling over and being crushed by the suit. So that's a major flaw in the in the uh, Spartan armor, right? And it's obviously a big titanium um, alloy of some of some sort. Um, I know that there's a suit underneath a bodysuit that keeps track of, um, you know, that can take plasma damage that. Um, regulates the body temperature of the wearer inside both in uh hot and cold uh conditions so it um so in um unlivable conditions it's able to uh level that out there was a new recent uh jet uh pack modification in Halo 5 that allowed Master Chief to do a ground slam but ultimately um that would be Master Chief's uh Chief's armor okay so it's a very heavy uh, ballistic and plasma resistant, um, armor. I wouldn't say proof, because obviously if the shields go down, uh, the Spartan is then vulnerable. However, the armor itself, the ballistic part of the armor can get chipped away, um, by ballistics after the shields are down. That armor can start being chipped away. Now, Prophet and or Nomad or Alcatraz or Psycho or Jester, whoever you want to say, is wearing the nano suit. Now, there's the nano suit Mark One and the Mark Two, or the nano suit Two, and we're going to be talking about the nano suit Two because that is what was used in Crisis Two and Crisis Three, and in those games we got more in depth with what the suit was, and obviously we're using Master Chief's Halo Five armor with the jetpack uh, inclusion, so obviously we're going to use the most updated nano suit. So the Nanosuit 2 is an alien exoskeleton of the Ceph that uh, was retrieved by Jacob Hargreave and Carl Rash from uh, Tunguska, Russia. And they brought it back to the United States and went to work on making a suit of armor that could combat the aliens because they knew about the aliens existing. They ended up making a prototype of the nano suit, which uh, wasn't actually used in combat. It was very, it was too tanky, um, which you can see in uh, Jacob Hargreaves' personal uh, mansion or mansion room with the other nano suits inside of it. Um, and then he made the, of course, uh, a cell variation, a marine variation, and then of course the nano suit one. Now, the NanoSuit 2 is a, has a bio-organic functions, um, and the suit is symbiotic with the user. So, the NanoSuit is a lightweight suit that uh, runs off of an internal energy supply that can re, uh, recharge from solar power um, or a supercharge from a Ceph uh, battery. And... Essentially, the suit has renewable power. It can take sunlight uh, to repower it. It can it can take any form of electricity. Can supercharge it, especially Ceph weaponry, which we can see from uh, Crisis Three. Now, this suit um, can break bullets. 
anything up to a 50 caliber that we know of because in the introduction of Crisis 2, it shows a 50 caliber bullet being shot by a cell APC hitting Prophet's armor or Al well, Alcatraz's armor, but there's a lot of people wearing the nano suit. But we'll go with Alcatraz and Prophet because they ended up wearing the nano suit Mark II. I believe uh, Psycho did as well, but we didn't get to see it. But anyways, and the bullet broke on contact with the armor. So, it can, it can withstand up to a 50 caliber bullet, which is pretty big. Now, there is ammunition, electric ammunition, that can disrupt with the energy system. Now, every um, ability, like, we, you know, Master Chief obviously has super strength. He's able to flip cars and stuff. Profit strength is not on the level as Master Chief in some instances. However, um, if you watch Black Panther... Um, the Nano Sue has a kinetic energy ground slam feature where if he gets enough air and enough momentum is created from the jump because he can use uh, maximum strength for the jump and when he comes to do a ground slam, he kills everybody in the area and it makes this massive wave. Now, when Master Chief does his slam with the jetpack, he's not having kinetic energy pushed out of the suit. It's just the jetpack pushing him uh, close uh, to an enemy. He, However, in order to actually kill an enemy in Halo 5 when you do this jetpack slam, you got to be close to the enemy. Prophet's uh, ground slam is uh, most effective on a super jump because it gives more um, kinetic energy because of movement, obviously, from that initial jump. Uh, will create a lot of kinetic energy within the suit. And then when he does a ground slam, it has the ability to take out people. I, I don't have a specific measuring distance, but I would say um, at least, um, you know, at least 12 feet away, you know. And it can move cars, too, uh, with the blast wave. But it kills everybody within the blast wave or severely hurts them. So his blast wave um, is a lot stronger than Master Chief's. But that's through kinetic energy um, being dispersed from the suit as soon as it contacts with the ground. And Master Chief, however, can flip cars. No problem. Like a, a Humvee um, flipped over on its back. Master Chief can flip that over, no problem. Prophet, or the Nano Suit, Alcatraz, cannot do that. They can uh, power kick cars, they can pick up a lot of heavy objects and throw it without little to no problem, but they can't pick up a car. They can power kick a car, but they cannot pick up a car. So both of them have strength in specific instances. Now, it isn't really going to come down to a fist fight with these, with these two. Not really, and even if it did, the nano suit, unlike uh, Master Chief's armor, where Master Chief has shields uh, that can stop, like I said, ballistics and plasma, um, but once the shields are down, and uh, the shields are both uh, bu uh, ballistic and plasma resistant, the shield um, plasma resistance, of course, comes from the gel, uh, which is in the uh, undersuit, and then the ballistic obviously comes from the actual armor plating, but the plating can be chipped away and damaged. 
um, if the if the plasma shields are down or if the shields in general are down. But when it comes to uh, the nano suit, the nano suit is very different. So the nano suit doesn't chip away. It's a self-repairing semi-organic nano weave. So the suit itself is living. It's a living suit, which is kind of weird to say, but it's symbiotic. It's living. Because when you uh, inject in Crisis 2 the Tunguska Protocol, which is like this little injection of um, the Cephspore DNA into the suit, the suit comes up with a cure. The the suit makes a cure, like it's making antibodies to the virus. And since, obviously, the nanosuit is an exoskeleton of a Ceph and reverse-engineered Ceph technology, it obviously knows the Ceph spore, which was used in Crisis 2 as the Manhattan virus, which pretty much turned people into sludge. And when it comes to the suit's durability between the two... Um, I would say profits outweighs Master Chief's three to one. Master Chief, yes, has a uh, regenerating shield um, and a very heavy armor piece, but Master Chief's armor can also, with full shield, be taken out with a direct a direct missile hit. Profit has been hit by direct missiles and survived. So the Nano Suit can take a rocket blast. A full rocket blast to the face will not kill the nanosuit user. However, their health will be critical. But if we were to say Master Chief and Prophet were shooting rocket launchers and were to hit each other dead on, Master Chief would die. I know Master Chief has luck on his side, but Master Chief, if we're if we're taking away luck, which isn't a real attribute um, scientifically, Master Chief would die. Prophet would be, uh, or Alcatraz would be left in a very... Uh, you know, bad state, they would be very damaged on the brink of death, but they wouldn't die. They would be the victorious winner in that sense. Now, the nano suit um, uses, like I said, solar energy and uses this energies in, uh, internal energy for not only his armor, but cloaking, which uh, there's this crystal, um, this crystal panels that form on the nanosuit when he goes into cloak mode that deflects light, kind of like the Predator's cloaking armor. Um, That makes him pretty much invisible. Like, I would say more so than the Predator. It's not like a distortion of light. It's legitimately like a reflection, but it also lets light through. So you wouldn't even know that he's there. And uh, all... uh, So his his strength um, and his... Armor, his uh, night vision slash um, thermal vision all take up from his energy supply. So if he were to be trying to run a lot of different functions at the same time, his energy would drain drastically. However, his energy can also um, recharge drastically. And here's the difference between Master Chief's suit and Prophet's. Um, or Alcatraz. I use those two as an example because they both wore the nanosuit too. The nanosuit, while yes, um, if you destroy the armor on the suit um, and drain it of its energy, the energy will recharge and the suit will self-heal to reinforce the armor back to the, uh, a undamaged state, a pristine state, 
where Master Chief's armor, if you take out his shield, will chip away at his ballistic plate, titanium plating. Now, the, the major uh, thing is with Master Chief is he does have Promethean vision, so he can see um, invisible targets coming. But all Prophet really has to do to win this fight is disconnect the neural implant from uh, the suit to the brain, damage that implant, and Master Chief is done for. That's all he has to do to win this fight. At the end of the day, the nano suit not only heals the user, like the nano suit heals the user, but it heals itself. The nano suit repairs itself constantly. And yes, while Master Chief's armor is going to be more resistant long term than Prophet's armor or the nano suit 2's armor, the nano suit 2 um, regenerates uh, its armor. Uh, rapidly, the energy uh, will be drained rapidly, but at the same time regenerated rapidly. Because with every bullet that hits the armor and breaks, it absorbs that kinetic energy. And that in turn drains the power supply, which I know you would think that it would give it um, energy, but it's different. It depends on the function that the suit is using, because the armor is meant to stop the bullet. And it absorbs the kinetic energy for the most part, but Prophet will get um, will flinch obviously because even though it's it's absorbing the kinetic energy, it depends on the caliber of round that hits the suit or if it's a energy weapon. Because if it's a high, if it's like a 50 caliber hitting him, he's gonna flinch. If it's just a normal assault rifle round or a shotgun. Uh, shell, he's not going to flinch because the suit is absorbing the kinetic energy, but if it's a big amount of, of kinetic energy, it's not only going to take away more of the suit's energy, but it's going to cause him to flinch as well, especially if he's trying to shoot. Now, Master Chief might be able to lay fire on Prophet and drain his um, energy down to next to nothing, uh, to nothing, but the suit will, will heal itself and his energy will repair. All Prophet has to do is then keep Master Chief on the defensive. And he can do this by using his bow. So with his bow, he has normal rounds, um, explosive uh, tip on impact, and then he has a um, timed explosive charge and an electric charge. He could use the electric charge to take down Master Chief's shields and maybe even Cortana... Um, and that's another uh, factor, right? Everybody will say, well, what about Cortana um, hacking into Prophet's suit? Cortana can't hack into Prophet's suit. And the reason I say this is because I played through Crisis um, 3. The only way that the nano suit can get locked down is through a specific EMP surge um, and or a... Um, and or through Seth um, energy manipulation, which can lock the suit down. Hence why in Crisis 3, when Rash revealed that he kind of double-crossed you and he starts shocking you with lightning, it's actually Seth energy that is locking the suit down because it, it's of Seth design. Now, you see, Cortana has not come in contact with the Seth. 
Meaning she does not know their infrastructure and how it works. She could not hack into the nanosuit because it is of an unknown alien origin that she has never uh, been able to identify with. Now, in the Halo universe, the, the Covenant have been around for a while, a long time. And the UNC, of course, enco- uh, encountered the Covenant before um, they even started making these AIs. But with that information, was able to kind of tell the AI about the infrastructure and about the race themselves. They, she has no information on the Ceph, meaning she cannot um, hack into the nanosuit because it's of Ceph design. However, Prophet can hack into human systems and Ceph systems, and Master Chief suit is very much human systems, although it's from an alternate um, human race in a different universe, it still relatively works among the same uh, frame. So he might even just be able to hack into his neural implant and just kill him there. But obviously that wouldn't make this a fight, so we're going to disregard that. That is a possibility. But that's the reason Cortana couldn't really do much against uh, the nanosuit in terms of hacking it. Because she doesn't have any knowledge of the Ceph where she did of the Covenant. That's kind of part of her programming because the humans came in contact with the Covenant way before AIs and the Spartans were even made. Because the Spartans were made to combat that threat. Now when it comes to the... Um, these two soldiers on a, like, outside the suit level, here's the problem when it comes to Prophet, Alcatraz, and the nanosuit, okay? Master Chief can have his suit taken off of him, and at that point, he's very vulnerable to ballistic and uh, plasma attacks, okay? He can be killed by those uh, pretty easily now. He, he has durability, but he's not invulnerable to bullets at all. He's, he's very vulnerable to those and plasma because he doesn't have any protection on him. The nanosuit um, is symbiotic with its users. So it's able to store the user's thoughts, memories in its deep layers. Pretty much making that person's soul live within the suit. Uh, and the nanosuit also acts as a second skin. So the nanosuit attaches itself to the user and cannot be unattached. Because if you try to uh, unattach the user from the suit after it's already created a symbiotic relationship with the user, then it will kill the person on the inside. Because it it just it drives them into cardiac arrest. And if the and if the suit shut down, uh, when it tries to go into its um, life support mode, it can't because it's offline, and you will then die of cardiac arrest. So, that's, that's, that's the problem. If somebody says, okay, what if you take the two outside of the suits? The problem is you cannot remove somebody from the nanosuit. The only way you could do that is they made these specialized undersuits, right? Prophet wore it in Crisis 1 and in Crisis 2 after he committed suicide. You can see him wearing the uh, undersuit that allowed himself to disconnect from the suit. Alcatraz, however, could not take the suit off because the suit started to uh, have a symbiotic relationship with him. It started, uh, it started um, working its way through uh, into his body through his open wounds, and started connecting uh, the suit. Started connecting itself to his nervous system, to his life support functions, 
uh, within his body, lungs, heart, you name it, the suit connected itself to him and became his second skin. Because if he, you took Alcatraz outside of, his, outside of the nanosuit, he would have died. Flat as day. The nanosuit is keeping him alive. The nanosuit is taking over his body to keep him alive. And that's why in Crisis 2, when they try to skin him, that's what they call it, when they try to laser surgery, take him out of the suit, he will die. Because the suit cannot be removed from the user once it has created a symbiotic relationship with the user. It will then try to save the user by, like I said, growing into the person's body through, its, uh, through their wounds and keeping them alive, keeping their bodily organs alive and whatnot. But by the end of Crisis 3, we realize that Alcatraz's body doesn't even exist anymore. The, the nanosuit um, ends up taking over Alcatraz and Prophet because his uh, memories and, and, and Prophet was the only one in the suit at the time. It stored his memories and consciousness inside of the suit's deep layers. So Prophet ended up taking over the body of Alcatraz by the end of Crisis 2. And in turn, when they were in, uh, in Crisis 3, when they go to the nanosuit cradle in a cell, in a cell lab um, underneath the city, they release nanites, and the nanites can take any form. Rather that be the form of a Ceph itself, of a fucking machine, or of a human. And it decided to take the form of Prophet. Meaning Prophet or the nanosuit, can legitimately turn itself into whatever. If the nanosuit wants to turn itself into an alien, it can. If it wants to turn itself into a human of, a, of its former uh, wearer, it, it can do it. It can form, form realistic-looking skin. But it's still the suit. So, when it comes... Uh, down to the fight at the end of the day, regardless of what weapons they're using, Master Chief will lose. Because the nano suit will keep the user alive at all costs, including a symbiotic relationship. Because Alcatraz has, uh, when you go to, uh, when you break into one of Cell's labs, I believe it's at City Hall in Crisis 2. And you fight your way in there to get to the nano uh, cradle because they needed a high-powered one. They wanted to do a diagnostic on the suit, but instead you you saw that um, there was a ruptured spleen. He had like six broken ribs. Um, he had a failure in one of his lungs. Like he was pretty much a dead man walking. And legitimately, the suit, the nano suit, kept him alive through all of that. And the suit started to grow into him through his wounds and keep him alive. The the Mjolnir armor does not do that. The augmentations, both cybernetic and just flat out um, serums, do not do that for the Spartans. It makes them durable and stronger, but it does not self-repair their body. It does not create a symbiotic relationship. The nanosuit does. And the nanosuit repairs itself. The nanosuit can withstand up to freezing cold temperatures and extreme heat temperatures, repairing itself in both. And, and especially in Crisis 3 when you're out in space, 
they made thrusters, obviously, for the jumping, but they also made a defrost mechanism, so that way the suit could function and not just freeze up in space. Master Chief, at the end of the day, while he is a skilled fighter, and yes, has luck on his side in Cortana, the Nano Suit and Prophet and or Alcatraz would kill him. They just need to disconnect the cybernetic neural implant between the Mjolnir armor and Master Chief, the wearer, and the suit will crush him. Or Prophet or Alcatraz could shoot at him an electric arrow to cause a EMP disturbance shutting down the neural implant and then making a suit crush him. Or Prophet could shoot Master Chief head on with a rocket and kill him. On a, on a, on a brute physical strength, you know, uh, Master Chief is stronger than Prophet. Yes, Prophet can lift up heavy things and kick cars around like it's nobody's business. But Master Chief can flip cars like it's nobody's business. Both have survived uh, out-of-orbit crashes. Master Chief crashed into Africa, I believe is what it was, uh, from Halo 2 to Halo 3, going into armor lock to protect the wearer on the inside, but Prophet fell from the Archangel... Um, fell from the Archangel weapon, cell, uh, cell orbital defense weapon, after they destroyed the alien mothership, or the Seth mothership coming through the portal, he fell to Earth and landed on a beach shore. He didn't have maximum armor engaged when he hit the ground. Because his suit was offline. It was falling through the atmosphere. And he hit the ground without maximum armor. When you take into consideration everything between the major fault of de uh, or faulty design of the Mjolnir armor by disconnecting the neural implant, direct hit by missile, and then you look at what Prophet has been through, or the nanosuit itself, being hit by direct missiles and surviving, getting supercharged to ind and I mean indestructible. When you're playing through Crisis Three and you supercharge the nanosuit with uh, a cell. Um, or a Seth energy cell. Dude, you can't be killed. Rockets, plasma, ballistics, nothing can kill you. Nothing can kill you. And I mean that wholeheartedly. If, if Prophet gets his suit, gets a hold of a Seth energy cell, Master Chief's as good as dead. Because at that point... He's running maximum armor 24-7, not losing any, and I mean any energy. Literally, he could be shooting rockets, plasma, Spartan lasers, anything in the Halo universe at profit, and his suit will self-regenerate and protect him, and he will not die or flinch, nothing, because it, his suit is supercharged. But on, on it... By itself, without the supercharge, it's very impressive of what it can take 
with just the armor itself. The nano suit doesn't have a major fault to it, like the like the mule in their armor where you disconnect the neural imp, uh, implant. It doesn't have that. The nano suit self repairs. Goes into core life support, keeping the user alive by growing into their wounds and keeping all their core functions and organs alive to, so the user can still operate. Because like I said, Alcatraz had a, um, a ruptured spleen, six broken ribs, a fucking punctured lung, which was about as fucking useless as you could think it is. He was legitimately dead. Outside of that suit. Dead in an instant. The suit kept him alive. The suit can evolve. I don't know if I mentioned that, but the suit itself can evolve. The suit itself is a living organism. The suit can make a symbiotic relationship with wearer, legitimately becoming their skin. I know I, I said a second skin earlier, but it's technically their skin at that point. And with the nanites running free, it can take the form of whatever the fuck it wants. Including a orbital defense weapon, which it did in Crisis 3. That's how Prophet was able to take out the mothership, because it became a part of the orbital weapon. So, in final conclusions, Master Chief is a great soldier, and Master Chief is an amazing super soldier, but the Nano Suit is just too complex and too. Capable of taking out a Mjolnir Spartan. Maybe not with brute strength. But with the abilities that it has. It just, it outweighs and outclasses the Mjolnir armor. And I included Master Chief's jetpacks from Halo 5. The fact that it's titanium armor plating. The, the undersuit that has the gel in it that can, you know, resist from plasma but like I said, Prophet doesn't even really need to shoot a bullet at Master Chief to beat him or punch him. He just needs to sever the link from, uh, uh, from the suit to his actual body. Gets rid of that neural link and boom, Master Chief is crushed in the suit and he dies. Simple as that. Cortana does not know the Seth. Hence why she could not hack his suit, because she's not familiar with the technology. It's foreign to her. The Covenant were not. The humans had information on the Covenant, how their systems and weapons worked. Their, um, their organic life structure. They had all that information that they could relay to the AI. And implant into the AI. So the AI could give tactical options based upon that information and or run system diagnostics or hacks on their technology because the humans had captured it. They have information on it. They've, the, the UNSC never met the Ceph. They don't have Ceph technology, hence why Cortana couldn't do anything against Ceph technology, which the nanosuit is a Ceph exoskeleton reverse engineered with human technology to create the ultimate piece of military hardware. <laughs> Able to fight against the Ceph themselves. There's just a lot of things that the nanosuit outclasses 
when it comes to the Mjolnir armor. The Mjolnir armor is not a living thing. It's just a bodysuit and heavy armored suit. That's all it is. It's resistant to a lot of damage, but not completely impenetrable. The nano suit isn't impenetrable, a lot like Master Chief, when the energy is drained completely, or like when the Master Chief shields it down, the user is vulnerable to attack. But then again, it comes down to what weapons are being used, and at this point it would be either explosives and rocket launchers that could easily take out Master Chief. Because Prophet can take a direct missile hit and live. Alcatraz can too. And if they get severely hurt and, and get away enough, the suit will start to repair their body. Keep them alive with life support. The suit will heal itself to pristine condition, so that way it can regenerate maximum armor at its full structural integrity. I'm sorry for Master Chief fans, but I have, I've laid out the groundwork. I have laid out everything. I know Master Chief has taken out three different armies. The Seth is not one of them. His suit has a major flaw in it, being that neural connection that is needed to operate the suit. I know that from Halo lore. I've done the research on both suits. The nano suit's major flaw is being able to have the Seth pin it down. But at the same time, the Seth can give it an, a supercharge, making it indestructible, the user inside invulnerable to any attack. Ballistic, explosive, um, EMP, plasma, it doesn't matter. The suit is indestructible at that point. It's only, it's the only flaws against the nano suit is that it's made from alien technology. So the aliens can find a way to hack it and pin it down. And like I said, the nano suit, although yes, the person is vulnerable once the energy is depleted, the energy repairs itself very quickly. All that the user has to do is get away or take cover behind something, let the energy re uh, replenish, and that could take legit seconds, and then bam, they can put their armor back on or cloak away or use their maximum strength. Let me, let me explain. Um, you see, it, it's really hard to talk about the sprinting aspect because in Crisis 3, you don't take up any energy when you sprint. In Crisis 2, you do. I'm going to say, because we're going to use, the, like I said, the, the best um, and most up-to-date suit for each character, that it doesn't require any, any energy for Prophet to sprint. And he's pretty fast. But like I said, um, the, the nano suit just outclasses um, Master Chief, his armor and skill. Because Lawrence Barnes and Alcatraz and all wearers of the nano suit have been Marines. They've been trained in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Not necessarily with aliens like Master Chief, but at the same time, enough to fight a human, which Master Chief is. He's not going to use alien combative tactics against a human. So they're very much, you know, on par with each other on, on that regard. 
And like I said, yes, a Spartan is more physically um, strong than any user wearing the nanosuit. But the nanosuit itself is more durable and makes the user more durable. The nanosuit itself, um, if you were talking about Master Chief without his armor, he's great without his armor and strong. These guys without the nanosuit are next, they are nothing. But once the nanosuit create, uh, achieves symbiosis with the person that's in the suit, the wearer, the driver, you could say, once it achieves that symbiosis, that suit becomes the person. It's connected to them internally and on the skin and then can form their body to whatever the nanosuit desires once the nanites are let free. It's also a living organism. Master Chief's isn't. Master Chief is a piece of hardware. The nanosuit is a piece of hardware, but it's a semi-organic. And organic means life. Organic life, humans, semi-organic. It's partially alive. Hence why the suit itself can evolve, and the suit itself can create a vaccine and antibodies to the Manhattan virus, which is also a spore virus put out by the SEF. So those are my thoughts. I hope you all enjoyed. I'm not going to post this till tomorrow because it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. And if you disagree, start a uh, conversation on our Facebook page. And I might do a debate with uh, my friend David and Kevin on this uh, at some point down the road. But thank you very much for uh, listening, and I'll see you all in the next one.